Greetings, folks, and welcome to episode three of the Far Beyond Metal podcast. I'm your host and metal guide on the spirit journey, Daniel Cordova. In this episode, Arian Lucasen of Arian and the Gentle Storm discusses his first band, and I recommend a tech death supergroup called Wastewalker. But first, I interview Dan Briggs. Dan plays bass and synth in the North Carolina progressive metal band Between the Buried and Me. Dan is also a member of Trioscapes, a jazz fusion group, and the progressive experimental rock band Orbs. I should note that during this interview, there are some background noises that I decided to leave in. It is part of the uh, sound check of the band Good Tiger. You hear drummer and future guest, spoiler, Alex Rüdiger warming up and some backing vocal stuff. I thought it was kind of neat, so I left it in. So, before we dive in, here is Between the Barrier to Me in action. This is Memory Palace from 2015's Coma Ecliptic. There's been quite a few legs of this tour for promoting this album. How are, how are you guys holding up on? I think this is the third time since last July I've seen you. Yeah, so. um, we're doing we're doing good. Um, we, yeah, we're slowly inching towards playing the full album. Cool. Uh, which was kind of like that's kind of like the big payoff from the last like two years since we really started writing it. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be it, it'll be great. Um, it's fun though because it, it gives us an opportunity to. Uh, kind of do do a couple songs at a time you know instead of learning you know all 10 or whatever at, at once and you know doing the whole thing at once very stressful we, we've done that before we did that with colors right we came out we played the whole record never played any of it live before and uh it was insane but we did it we were younger um but uh Does yeah it seem like 10 years ago it's still be 10 uh, years next year right yeah next year um it it does yeah in a lot of ways, it does. You know, if if I see pictures of myself, if uh, I think about like where I was in my life, really, you know, it seems like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, come a long ways for sure. And you're no stranger to playing like a full album live. I saw you do the Parallax too. I've seen you. Do, I saw you do the EP. Mm-hmm. Um, Colors as well. Right. So it's always been the plan to do. And it, well, yeah, especially the ones that are written to be performed like that. I remember when The Great Misdirect came out and we did a release show in North Carolina and we played the, the thing start to finish, but it wasn't meant to be played like that. Mm-hmm. It was just, we were just like, fuck it, let's just do it, you know? Just, we're just celebrating this album tonight, so who cares? Um, but, yeah, for something like like the Coma record, it's just like, man, like, like picking, picking the songs apart and playing them separate like kind of kills me sometimes, you know? So I, I can't wait to play the full thing. Uh, you guys played San Francisco last night. It's not too far of a, a drive, so did you have any downtime, either yesterday or today, that you wouldn't normally between shows that are back-to-back? Um, none, none, not extra, really. Uh, you know, thankfully, you know, we're on a bus, and our driver drives through the night, so um, we might have had a later bus call last night, but I tell you what, I, once we got off stage, I was ready to go to bed, so... Um, you know, I got to explore a little bit today, and it's fun. Yeah. Cool. You explored around here? Uh, yeah, yeah. Went over to Temple Coffee. 
I'm good a fan stuff. Of that place, yeah, yeah, Temple's really good. And uh, my girlfriend's out on this stretch with us, so yeah, we we were just walking all around. It's, it's a great day for it for sure. Yeah, totally. Um, what is your on the road entertainment typically? Um, you know, I'll listen to a little bit of music, but it's really um, it's fun to have the the camaraderie after a show of you know watching either like the late night shows or like Sports Center watching mm-hmm. like highlights. Um, that's kind of fun because throughout the day, we like all of us and our crew, like we aren't usually hanging out together, um, just because everyone's busy doing stuff. And the crew guys are all doing their jobs, working. We're just running around doing whatever. So it's fun at the end of the night because everyone's finally on the bus. We're all we're all up front and hanging out, eating Oreos and and whatnot. And uh, yeah, that's that that that's fun, you know. From the day to day, I mean, it's really just depending on the city where you are. Uh, I mean, if there's nothing around and we have a big field of grass, I mean, we'll throw the baseball around, throw the football, frisbee, whatever. But, you know, I like to look for record stores, good coffee, good food. Um, yeah, nothing too crazy. Where do you find food from around here? Because I'm a vegetarian, I'm not yeah. a vegan, but I've, you know, yeah, there, I've there, struggled around. That's a good Thai place um, a couple blocks over that I want to go to, get some food. But uh, I'm trying to think, yeah, there's... There, there's there's a really good vegan restaurant in town. I can't remember what it's called, but I went there this summer. But yeah, cool. new stuff. Um, I'm not. I know for doing an interview involves research. This question may seem like I'm stalking you, mm. but I will back it up by saying it says that we have mutual friends on Facebook. Mm. So I found, clicked on it. Your film that you list as you you enjoy is Karate Kid, and that's the only one. The yeah. Karate Kid trilogy. I celebrate the trilogy. Um, Is that I don't. The I don't. Trilogy to you? Yeah, I, I don't celebrate <laughs> the uh, the next Karate Kid or the new one they did with Will Smith's kid. Um, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't back those. But the original trilogy hits hard. The first one, especially, is it's just an absolute classic. And the two are fun. Do you but, embrace Daniel Sun? Because I know someone's yeah. called you that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, my dad called me that growing up. Um, obviously, because of the movie. I mean, that came out in the eighties and. I came out of the 80s as well. So, um, yeah, great film. Cool. <laughs> also, under your TV, there's not much, but Lost is one of those. Yeah. Were you satisfied with the ending? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I liked it. Cool. Um, yeah, Lost was a big thing for us when we were writing Colors. We would get up on, um, we'd get together on, on Wednesdays. We'd, you know, we'd practice, rehearse, whatever, watch Lost. We'd practice throughout the weekend, and then we'd get back together on the next Wednesday, practice, watch Lost. You know, it was great, so we kind of got into it as a band, and uh, and it was like our thing for five years or however long. If you dig deep enough, could you find lost references, or is that... Uh, no, but I think the ideas of the, like, the time travel and stuff, whatever was going on in Parallax, was, you know, I'm sure that was influenced by Lost a little bit. Cool. Um, I've seen you headline many times. I've also seen you uh, do direct support, mm-hmm. I say, in the Cody tour uh, in Flames years ago at the mm-hmm. Regency. Mm-hmm. Um, your songs, very lengthy, expansive yeah. universes kind of thing. How do you guys come up with either a co-headline set or direct support different from how you would It's known? hard. It's hard. Um, you know, I, I am the one who keeps track of, like, a log of all our sets, and I have them all going back to 2009 in America and Europe and Australia, Japan, everywhere, Mexico. Um, There's a website that can do that for you. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, but I've, I, yeah, I've, I just got a, a sheet on my computer. It's, it's easy to reference. And, you know, it's good throughout a tour cycle because 
you know, kids will always say, you know, you know, where, where was White Balls or whatever, and it's like, oh well, we actually we played that on uh, the last one, or we played that two tours ago, you mm-hmm. know. So it's like if it's it's I think it's incentive for people to come out and see us every time we're going around because um, we try to play different shit, um, especially stuff like you know, like you know, colors. We, we we try to play you know a song or two from the album. So throughout the whole cycle, you know, everyone will have heard, you know, colors probably, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, picking and choosing with the Parallax too, as well as, I mean, we're trying to do a lot of new stuff, like I said, building up to playing the full record, so, as well as maybe some Queen songs, you know, <laughs> when that happens. It's yeah. Like you saw my notes. Last time I saw you here, you covered Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. Is that something you guys are going to, has there been talks to record it? Maybe we did record it. Like Anatomy 2 kind of thing? No, we recorded it, um... In January, um, we just went in one night, just banging it out. It was fun. Um, the you know the real fun of that was just was digging into the arrangement, arranging like the opera section for full band and mm-hmm. stuff. That, that was a lot of fun. Really, really cool, and uh, just a brilliantly put together song. Just genius. I think it's one of the few perfect songs. I don't it know is. anyone that doesn't like that song. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Um, I also enjoy the shirt that came out of that. Mm-hmm. That was a favorite to uh, wear around Disneyland and get yeah, yeah. second glances for. You know, we actually did that one um, initially on the Colors run, and then uh, we brought it back since we, we were doing Bohemian. Brought the shirt back on like a purple shirt or whatever it was. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's in a sea of black shirts. It's my purple. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Uh, also around the time that I saw you here in town last, you guys were fresh off of Bonnaroo. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Did you guys ever expect you'd be playing a Hippie Fest? Or no, how, how but was it for you? We were, we were really well received on it. Um, it was nice because it, it's kind of like no one sees you as, you know, the metal band that sticks out that day. The only other quote-unquote metal band that played that day was uh, Paul Bear. Oh, I can see them playing. Yeah, and they're, they played right before us, and they're pretty different, too. Uh, I know it's so it gets so loud. Uh, no, it was really fun. People were really good to us, and, and the show was great. And we got to see Tears for Fears. That was huge. That's awesome. Yeah, they played here at some festival later, and I sadly had to miss it. I'll be back with Dan Briggs in just a moment. Every musician has to start somewhere, and here is Arin Lucasen, the mastermind of Arion, Star One, Guilt Machine, The Gentle Storm, and so many other projects, discussing his heavy metal origins. I spoke with Arin in 2012. Uh, my first band was back in 1976, I think it was. Oh my God, that's a long time ago. Um, my first band, I think at first it was called Energy, and then it was called Mover. And I think those were the days that, that I was like a big Rainbow fan. So I think it, it was in that style, like 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 Rainbow, uh, the hard rock thing. Not a bad style to be in at all. No, 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 definitely. No, no. I, I was a huge Rainbow fan. I, I went to all the Rainbow gigs in Holland, you know, every each and one of them. I mean, with with B.O. and um, with Quayne Bonnet and with Jolyn Turner and... Uh, yeah, definitely. Those were my roots uh, in the band days. I mean, but I, 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 well, I, I'm, I basically I'm lying because my first band was actually a playback band, <laughs> which I had in school, and it was called the Flying Potatoes. But now <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> now we're talking about '72 or '73, and it was just a playback band, and we were playing songs by David Bowie and Alice Cooper and all those bands, you know. 
Uh, but my first band, my serious band was, uh, yeah, I think it was Move, called Mover, yeah. The 2015 saw the release of Aaron and Anakin von Giersbergen's collaboration, The Gentle Storm, and also a live performance of the Aryan album, The Human Equation. It was filmed under the label The Theater Equation and should be released soon. For more information, visit aaronlukasen.com. Now back to more with Dan from Between the Buried and Me. I said these are just kind of questions that have popped in my mind over the years. Uh, on the Colors Live DVD, you were doing uh, backing vocals on that. You are no longer. Yeah, no, I, I did on that album, and then there weren't really spots on the next one, and it just, I don't know. It, I, I, I don't know. It wasn't, I don't know. That's a weird thing. It's weird to think, like, oh, yeah, I did do that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 would, I would gladly, you know, if, if, if Tommy wanted, you know, on the new stuff, you know, Paul sings a lot, and... Uh, but yeah, but also I don't I don't mind just playing bass and, and doing when we play the full album I play a lot more keys too. But Yeah, I notice your setup's pretty expansive now. What all is in it now? Uh well Key World's not too crazy. The it's it's basically just a MIDI controller with uh, like a Microsoft Surface that's running Reason. Mm-hmm. And then I've just got uh, patches on there that are actually straight from the album, which is cool. So it's like the same sounds that we used in those songs. Pretty easy. I just wanted to be able to use those sounds. So I was trying to figure out the best way I could do that without too many pieces. It's pretty good. Uh, also around the parallax, when you guys played its entirety here, uh, you were wearing a lab coat. I don't know if that's something you did the entire tour. Oh, no, it was, was a. Um, it was actually it was a it was a traditional Indian garment oh, okay. that I found at a uh, a Bollywood fashion store. It just spoke to me. I just thought I thought it was really cool and. I just wanted to feel a little bit more in character. I mean, we were playing this kind of science fiction-y record and just wanted to, I don't know, it was kind of fun. Cool. Just something, something different. Um, can we expect any more Trioscapes? Yeah, we've talked about it. Our drummer Matt and I just started a new group uh, with a couple guys in Britain, and we did a record in January, so that stuff about that will be coming out soon. But uh, cool. Matt and I are always playing and stuff. Uh, but we have had the discussion and have kind of an idea of, of what it would be like. It would be much freer, uh, much a much more, I don't want to say free jazz things, that's like the wrong kind of idea, but um, much looser arrangements. Yeah, cool. I think, think it would be really cool. But yeah, hopefully, I'm, I'm hopeful sometime this year we'll be able to get in the same room. I, I love the last record. That was that was really cool. Cool, yeah, that, that was fun. What about orbs? Orbs, yeah, we, we got we got a record coming out in July. We got cool. a record coming out in July. We're well, we're just about to announce it actually, but it's uh, it is done. It's I listened to the test press of the vinyl from the plant right before this tour. It's happening. It's crazy. Cool man. Yeah, it's awesome. And then, Coma Clip just dropped last year, so yeah. what's next? Kind of seems. Up in the air right now for you. Yeah, so we just we, we got we got um, we're going to Europe this summer. We're going to Europe this summer, we're playing some fest in America in May. 
And then in the fall, we're going to be doing the full album. Cool. And I think we have plans to probably finish up the cycle that following spring, 2017. And, uh, you know, I know we'd like to do, like, another DVD thing, you know, playing the record. Probably a a concert film again. Not like an in-studio one again? Yeah, yeah. I just change it up every time, you know. But that's it, really, yeah. And, like, I mentioned it earlier, next year's 10th anniversary of Colors. Is there any plans to commemorate that? There is. Yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah, we will do it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, hey, Colors came out. Great. Yeah. Like, no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll do it totally, for sure. That was Layer Ghost to Rest from the album The Parallax 2 Future Sequence. Look for New Orbs soon and the Coma Ecliptic full album tour this fall. For more information, visit BetweenTheBuriedInMe.com. For this episode's recommendation, I bring you the band Wastewalker. This is a band out of Sacramento, California that features current and ex-members of Conducting from the Grave, Journal, and Alter Beast. The result is unsurprisingly technical and fantastic. The band is so new that they're still actually writing their debut album. However, they released a taste of what's to come in the track The Consumption, which you can get on their Bandcamp, wastewalker.bandcamp.com. And you can hear it right here, right now, on Far Beyond Metal.
more information and to follow Wastewalker, head to facebook.com slash wastewalkermetal. I'd like to thank you for listening, and a special thanks to all the bands for chatting with me. If you want more about Far Beyond Metal, head to facebook.com slash farbeyondmetal, on Twitter at Ovacord, O-V-A-C-O-R-D. If you want to talk to me, farbeyondmetaldan at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. A Catbox Production.